0: Hi, and welcome to the x Recruitment Podcast, where we share career advice for service leavers and veterans. I'm Rosie Vilecce, and I'm the head of marketing here at x Recruitment. Although I didn't serve myself, I'm an original military brat. My dad served in the Navy for 40 years, and my brother is on year 26 and counting. Throughout this podcast, I will be your hostess. I will interview guests, chat with the X-Mail team, and facilitate conversations that help veterans like you to get the jobs they truly want. Here's today's episode. A new episode of the x Recruitment Podcast. As always, I am not by myself. Today I have with me an incredible guest, Carrie Allen. Hi Carrie, how are you doing? Good thing, you? How are you? I'm doing all right lovely to have you with me today again one of the few women that we've had so far on our podcast so very excited to have a conversation today Um, but before we get started tell us a little bit more about yourself. So um, I'm Carrie so
1: I I left the um, army in um, 2020 um, October 2020 um, after doing 15 years in the RIMI so I used to be a ex-vehicle um, mechanic um for 15 years um and i had my son i decided i don't want to stay in anymore because i don't want to be sent away from him so um so then i decided to get out um, and i've got it since into um project management so i work for a technical consultancy called Engage technical solutions um and we basically do projects for um predominantly for defense at the moment
0: yeah that's that's good of course living during the pandemic Was that an easy choice, a difficult choice? Did it just happen? How did you go on
1: about it? So I knew that obviously I wanted to get out. I didn't want to stay in because I knew if I stayed in longer, they'd try to send me away and I didn't really want that. I didn't, and being a single parent, they don't really care that um, you're a single parent. They're still trying to send you away and I didn't, I had no one to look after my son. So I, I knew I had to take that leap. A lot of people were saying to me, silly to get out during the pandemic because um obviously there's no jobs going on but i thought i need to have faith i just have to um, have faith in myself there will be jobs out there so i just um crept on and um obviously during that time there was no face-to-face um recruitment events which makes it hard, harder because obviously when you do it over camera it can be harder to yeah. like get advice from that kind of person to understand if like you're doing well or whatever kind of thing rather than being face-to-face um so I had to do a lot of like um LinkedIn networking so before I I didn't even have LinkedIn before I signed off if I'm honest um um, and I I didn't really know about because I've been in the army since I was 16 years old so I was like um so so I got in so obviously got LinkedIn um and then I started posting more and more stuff about and I realized the more I posted about like um courses that I was doing and I started getting free courses as well so it was actually a really good um underutilized kind of um thing to use and LinkedIn I found um, obviously now I go on like stuff like Gen Dit Network that wasn't around when I was getting out yeah. that would have been useful then as well so um, but yeah it was, it was quite hard but luckily I was um, talking to some of my friends actually and it's quite good to have that network of different people in the army because you meet them all the time and one of my friends said um, he's like why don't you come to this company it's like project management um, I was a bit unsure because I was like I don't really have um, proper project experience but he said like you don't need to like, it, it, you, what you do in the army is, is classes projects we just don't call it that um, and that's how I ended up um, applying for my job and got it so it's quite I, I didn't I didn't know what to do I first of all I was like I knew how to get into project management because it seems to be like the flavour of the month um yeah. getting out um yeah. like a lot of people when they get out of the arena especially they seem to go into project management especially in obviously engineering I knew I wanted to stay into engineering but I knew I needed to get um a job um where I could hopefully promptly work from home which Luckily, the, the pandemic let everyone know that you, you just facilitated,
0: yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I knew I needed it to be Monday to Friday, and I knew it needed to be within like um like nine to five hours because obviously for my son to be able to, to have the childcare covered there. So it was a lot of different factors I had to consider, and project management seemed to be a route that I knew that could encompass all of that um, and have that flexibility there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's just take a step back, right? You said okay, you made that choice. Because you you knew what you didn't want at that point, right? You yeah. knew that you didn't want to be uh sent away to somewhere else, single parent. So when you made that choice, which clearly was very conscious for you, very mindful of what you wanted, when you made that choice, how did you really go on about it? What was the first thing that you did? Um, well, I knew I needed to get out, so I just thought like I need. Uh, hmm.
1: I think now. So the first thing, the first thing I did was obviously I, I knew that I needed to get out. So that was the main thing I needed to do. Um and I knew that I needed to get a a job that paid enough that I could afford um the roof over me, my son's head. I could afford the childcare to obviously yeah. cover the, the bills and stuff like that. So I knew that I couldn't really come out and just go into any type of job. It needed to be um that pays enough to be able to afford everything on my own. So that was that was my main concern that was that I needed to make sure that I could keep a roof over my son's head. Um, and I didn't have that worry there about money so um, I thought I wanted to stay in engineering because obviously that's my I guess my comfort zone because that's what I was going yeah. um, and then a lot of people were saying to me why don't you get into project management a lot of people get out from the ream and they get into project management Um it was one of my friend Jay actually used to be um, ex-Raja for the reami which is like a jobs association that help people mm-hmm. getting out of the really get into jobs. So I said, um I was like, so I spoke to him and he said, oh, why don't you think about project management? Because it's what you're doing now essentially, um, obviously without being on the tools. Yeah. So obviously it was a bit different from being on the tools, but the thought of working from home, obviously again, that gives much more flexibility and, yeah. and less worried if say half terms or sons off school. So I knew um like these are my prerequisites before like looking at different jobs is what kind of jobs I can do where I can mostly work from home. I could, um, I've could, got flexibility there if I needed to be home I can because obviously if you're spanning on tools you can't work from home so then yeah. I'd have that other problem there for childcare so I just needed to make sure that and, and I needed to pay enough so I needed to look at those different options um, and that's when obviously project management obviously became an obvious option for me because originally yeah. I looked at stuff like um, inspecting cranes and stuff like that because mm-hmm. that was like other options a lot of people get out and do or work on rail yeah. but for me rail was that they, they do mostly night shifts when you get out and get yeah. into rail so like that's again 12-hour shifts that's not something that childcare covers I can't send them to night school (laughs) like so so obviously again that became a non-option for me at the time so I just thought I'll I'll try this and see how I get on and um if anything else popped up I I kept an open mind but that was like the route I started going down um and then I started looking at like courses to make sure that um I could go in at a higher level and that I could get paid the right amount I needed to get paid
0: yeah so basically quite interesting actually you looked at what your needs were in a very practical way I think a lot of people and I've seen that even just by talking to some of our previous guests but I think a lot of people generally look more at okay these are my skills what I really want this is a chance to reinvent myself so they really look at it for more that I would say, want a situation. And from yeah. that, you know, who am I? And, and almost like trying to reinvent themselves and see this as a new chapter professionally, right? But it seems that you did it instead more from a very practical point of view. This is what I need right now. These are my skills. And that's it. I'm going to do it, right? Which is quite, maybe it's a bit different for some people out there, you know, this might be a different approach. But about the skills themselves. Now, clearly you said, okay, your friend told you project management eventually is the same or what you were doing. is just called differently, right? How did you actually find your own skills coming out of that military world, let's say, and stepping into the civilian one? Did you actually notice that you was indeed, the skills are the same, I can just apply them? Or was it different? Like, how was that for you? So I, when I was looking at
1: like um, the job descriptions for project managers, and I was reading it, and I was thinking, do I have that skill set? Because the way they word it is is quite confusing. It yeah. weren't until I started going to project management courses because I thought, oh, if it's a different area, I'm quite good at getting thrown onto jobs that I've not normally done. Like they do yeah. quite a lot of military, where they'll put you on a job you've never done, and you just they just expect you to know kind of thing. And so yeah. like we're quite adaptable in the in the military, and a lot of people don't realise that um so like when I was looking at the job specs I was like mm, it, it wasn't until I started doing the project management courses um and then like the wording that they were using in the adverts were obviously were getting explained to us that I realized oh actually you know what I actually did do that so when I started it was after I did my courses like doing my CV then and I started to realize actually I have done that that, that could be called a mini project like even doing stuff like organizing a ski trip that's a mini project in itself you've got a budget um and you need yeah. someone to get from a to b need transport kind of thing that becomes a little mini project it's stuff like that that people don't realize that we do in the military because we never call it projects unless you have a post into dns abbey wood or army hq or something like that so yeah. that's the only time people think oh that's when i've done proper projects but like a lot of stuff that you do in the military you it is a project um and then obviously when i got into my role and i started my role um, the first um project that i did um was like an infrastructure study so i had to work mm-hmm. out if a vehicle could fit into different locations and it could be repaired and stuff like that and again that called on my old knowledge um, mm-hmm. whilst i was learning um that's that's why i chose to do military sorry military um defense projects because what you don't know in project management um you do like you can make up for in your military experience yeah so so i found that the projects that i've been on um i've used my military experience to make up for what i didn't know project-wise so when it comes to like, the project management sort of things I, I just ask the people with my team like oh what does that mean um because they use a lot of acronyms um yeah. I hate acronyms. <laughs> um but they they would explain to me oh this means this and this goes in this order so i'm like okay um, and then I'd be able to help out when it come to answering questions about stuff. I was like, no, in the military, we, um, in the army, we actually do this. And um, that's not how they do it. So they look at it from an outsider perspective as they're civilian. They've never been in to yeah. understand how, how they work or if it's good for military or the military actually need it. So I say, like, well, actually, we used to use that all the time. It was actually really useful and it'd been useful if we had this. So um, I was using that experience to be able to do my job well um, without having that prior experience in in the civilian side of the projects where see like all the wording and the, the documents for it that we wouldn't normally use in the military so yeah. it's a lot easier transition than i thought it'd be and i think it's because i went into defense projects i think if i went into yeah. like a normal civilian company that's not to do military um, and doing projects i think i would have had to start a lot lower down um and it would have been a lot more difficult And i think it's quite good to get that project management experience but through doing it through um defense so i always say to people if you want to get out and you want to get to project management it is easier to get into defense because it's the learning curve is just going to be a little bit a little less steep l- yeah. less
0: steep yeah that's that's the thing less steep and it's interesting that again it was just for you the learning curve was more about the terminology almost right the the, yeah. the way that you talk about it not necessarily the way that. People do things differently or not. And of course you said it yourself in the defense uh industry was probably a little bit easier than to just step into that. But you also mentioned the courses that mm-hmm. you did, right? So what type of courses did you do? How did you find those courses? You just like randomly pick whatever. Like, how did that work for you?
1: so obviously um you do that ctw like a uh, workshop and ctp um yeah. we started obviously looking at the courses there and um i knew i was getting project management a lot of people don't know what they want to do so i'd always say like pick a area that you want to go into um and then what i did is i started looking at and um, different companies that i was interested in um a lot of them weren't actually recruiting at the time because obviously the pandemic yeah. um, but like, i was looking at different con- uh, companies that um i was I was interested in. It. I looked at their job spec and I noticed like a reoccurring like um qualifications would come up so mm-hmm. at a time the flavor of the month when it comes to those project management again like project project management um the qualifications again is another flavor of the yeah. month find so a lot of people always message me um on LinkedIn they're like oh um what project what, what project management courses should I do um so at the time I looked at it and I seen Prince 2 and APM were mentioned a lot and I've known APM is like a lifetime qualification yeah. Prince 2 only lasts for three years but it seemed to be really popular as well, so I yeah. so I ended up getting managing to get a bundle and doing both. Um,
0: right.
1: Looking back, did I need to do both? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so like, um. So a lot of companies they just want you to have a project management qualification, um. But a lot of people think they need to like build them up like they're collecting like Pokemon cards or something. I don't know why. <laughs> and you see people like oh, I've got this and I've got this and I've got this and I'm like you've just spent a lot of money you've just spent on yeah. other stuff. Um I bundled mine together so that I could use my other two to get a degree in engineering management. And all right, cool. We'll, we'll, I'll cover in a second. But, like, um, but I realised, and if anyone who wants to get into project management, I'd say just do one. Um, and you've got this thing called ilx.org, which, again, when I was getting out, I didn't know that they had, um, where if you've got a MOD login, um, you can go in and you can get free course content for all the different project management qualifications. All right. Um, and then if you want to do the exam, it's a cost of an SLC rather than an ELC, which is like um the grants that you get. Um, and it's it's a lot better then. Um, and I'd say you wouldn't even need to pay out for the qualification. You could just literally go on there and get an understanding of the other different types of methodologies. Cause at the end of the day, all project man- management courses, they're all the same thing. They're just dressed up a bit different. It's just a noise yeah. money. Do you know what I mean? Like wow. they they're, they're all saying the same thing. They're all the same project life cycles. So it doesn't matter what one you do. Most companies are happy that you've just done one. So it shows that you've got that aptitude for project management. But apart from that, you don't learn anything really until you actually start doing the job. Yeah. So, um yeah. And then I used, um qualifications-wise as well, I wanted to, on your ticket, obviously you said about engineering, carrying on with engineering projects. Um, and I knew t- to get higher up, you would, um, a lot of people like ask for degrees when it come to, like, um, engineering, any, oh. for engineering anyway. And they like you to have, like, a bachelor's level degree or whatever. Um, and then I found that through the army, well, for the, for the forces, actually, so it's tri-service. A lot of people don't realise that if you've been in over six years, um, you can get a free degree for the army, and oh. um, for the forces. So um, that's what I went to. So it's called the Publicly Funded Higher Education Fund. And it's, like, on the ELC website um and you can get a degree as long as you've served six plus years and you've not got a degree for the army or like all that level kind of thing qualification for the army yeah um, you're eligible for it so um it literally funds your whole degree um if you've got no elcs left that's fine you can choose the fund to fund the whole degree however if you've got elcs left they make you use it mix so you use your two thousand pound that year and then whatever's left um to pay the, the fund funds it so that's what i had to do so i had, I had two left but I wanted to get the degree started before yeah. I, the army. So I used um, eoc mixed with that. So I literally paid not a penny towards my degree and I've got a bachelor's degree now in engineering management.
0: Right. I mean, wow. Wow. So, That's uh, that, like, you definitely, it's quite interesting. Again, like I've been talking to quite a few guests, you guys know it, if you've been listening to this podcast and it's quite interesting to me that, again, different approaches, different people, Right. But it seems to me like you were so smart and prepared about it all. That's because even just listening to you, you know, clearly you went, you looked at the roles, you understood what these roles were looking for, and you really did everything possible to just set yourself up for that success, which is very, very well done, clearly. And interesting, because again, like I've, I've listened to many different stories. Um, As I always say, you know, I just talk to the team of X So they tell me a little bit about the candidates, you know, just to give me that, just the knowledge <laughs> for this podcast eventually. And I don't think that that preparation is often there.
1: No, I think a lot of people just... A lot of people sign off half the time in like anger at something they're like that they, they've not got that promotion that they wanted or whatever. And it, and I think oh, it they're tired. On, I've noticed well, also that they're yeah, just they're so tired out.
0: of it all. Yeah. They just want to get out. Yeah. They're like sick of it.
1: They're like, I'm not having another Estonia, I'm not going to have the thing again kind of thing. They're like, now nah, I'm done. And people I find um I, th- I find actually sometimes that if you join earlier, you tend to stay in longer because I think once you I'm very bad this, but like it, once you grow up, I think just when you get a bit sick of the army because you're like, oh because you Get, you do stay in your lane. And then normally if you stay you join at an early age, the time you grow up, you're already in the senior level kind of thing. Yeah. So um you don't mind it as much and you grow up with with the army. But I think when you're older, a lot of people tend to get out sooner. And I think sometimes people get out in haste. Um and then obviously people fit fear monger a lot when you get in out. They go, oh the grass isn't greener. And then the second that their first job doesn't work out, they panic and then they get back in. Um, and yeah. I think it's because they haven't really prepared or they just got out and they gone oh just got two thousand pounds I'm just going to spend it on a PT course and then they end up being a financial advisor or something that's got like nothing to do with what they want to do they they jump at it too quick and I think because I knew that I that getting back in for me wasn't an option I needed to get out for for my son that that's why I made such a point of of preparing myself and I'm really asking people and I think a lot of people again are scared to ask people they just ask like one or two people but like I was asking loads of people, I was like, so what did you do? How did you go about this kind of thing? And I think if one advice to anyone is just literally don't be scared to reach out to people in the industry you want to go into. So I, so like I said, I I looked at um going into like uh, inspecting cranes or rails. So I talked to people in all those different industries and I said, well, what's it actually like in your job? What is the flexibility like? What, what? how does this fit into what I want from a job? Because people don't forget that now you're a city you can you can fit the job to how you want to live not how the army wants you to live it's it's up to you um and people don't ask enough questions or they go into something because they think oh everyone goes into that and then they hate it that's why I ask people like what's it actually like I think you know that's actually
0: something that works for me right now kind of thing yeah was that already in your network like all these people that you talk to were they in your network already or what would what did you use basically to network with those people? so I obviously a lot of these people were people that I knew
1: and then they put me in touch with other people and I just um on LinkedIn I'd like connect with their connections I could see in that industry I was going in so it's quite good and I just start talking to like random people and I'm not I'm not an introvert I talk to everyone all the time (laughs) and so like I've 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 made quite a few friends of the years with like um I used to do recruitment for the Remi. I did um I'm actually still on the poster for like the Remi, when they go on like their van <laughs> my face is still on it even I'm not on them anymore. <laughs> um yeah. but like I used to do recruitment for the Remi, and I used to go around the country and obviously we'd meet loads of different um cat badges there doing the recruitment for the army there. Um and then from that I made a lot of like connections so a lot of quite a few people um and obviously being Remi, we move about every two years so you get make a lot of friends and then you see that they get out and you see what they're doing you're like oh is that something that I want to do so I spoke so that's why I haven't started um, networking. Um, early on so I always say like make sure people if there's chances to network like definitely do it like from the start from the start of signing off to getting out or even before you get getting out just make those connections and it it really does help it is what you know sometimes
0: not um it's not it's who you know sometimes not always what you know yeah absolutely so really look at who's in your network don't be afraid to connect with others and definitely you mentioned LinkedIn a couple of times you said you used it pretty much after that you came out of the um, army. So you just built it for this new career. Was that easy? Because again, like I I hear a lot of different stories and some people maybe because they are introverts, but they struggle a little bit or they just find it so overwhelming as a platform because they're not very used to be that much in the action of social media. Was that the case for you? Or did you find it quite easy to grow? Um, I found it
1: quite easy to because I, I I did the research again. I think it's all about like re, like researching things sometimes. So I looked into like um like how obviously you your network and that and you you can um like say like free hashtags is like the maximum yeah. you should So a lot of people like I see people write posts, they're like something, 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 hashtag this and then something the hashtag they've got hashtags throughout. But like that's like the worst you can do because it doesn't really yeah. help the algorithms and people don't realize that if you just put free algorithms and you put it in at a post at nine in the morning or four. Um, and you get ones where it asks people questions and people interact with it. Then that sets up to a wider network. And then you find that loads of people then yeah. connect with you because they're like, oh, they're doing the same thing as me. She's um, going to steal my it's...
0: job, you people. Yeah, she knows her yeah. marketing. <laughs> very good. Yeah, absolutely. That's a very good tip, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's,
1: it's, quite, it's quite good because obviously it gets people to talk on then and obviously they, their connections can see it. And that's how a lot of people have um, added me. And then i started obviously posting about, um, and since I've left and now, I thought like i like, like to help like service leavers because I know a lot of, again, like you said, like it's quite difficult and people don't know where to start. It's quite a scary process, especially when you've been in since you're like 16, like I was. Mm. So like I started posting stuff like about my resettlement saying like, um, obviously these are useful courses. I wouldn't bother doing this and just being like really honest about it. And I thought like yeah. if it helps at least one veteran, then I'm happy. So And obviously since then, a lot of my, I've gained quite a following on there to be fair and um, surprisingly f- from those, um, things, but it's, it's been good. Cause obviously I've, I feel like I've helped people and um, that's why mm-hmm. i did that post i did a post recently on for the gender network um which is a really good network as well um mm-hmm. i did a post for them recently you know that it was like 30 days in january they did um everyone's in their service yeah so obviously that's how ben reached out to me actually
0: <laughs> yeah 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 that's uh, that's the full circle of how oh, yeah, you, the full circle. <laughs> you ended up here no that's that's great and again it's quite admirable that eventually you're doing something now that is supporting others, right? Eventually it's a, it's a nice way of paying it forward, I guess, especially if you've been through it. You mentioned, I mean, throughout project management being flavor of the month, which I I love the way that you describe it. And it's so true. We hear it all the time, right? So let's uh, play devil's advocate for a moment, you know, okay, and let's talk about I mean, is project management really the way to go for everybody coming out of the forces? I mean, what are the cons of doing this? Mm, so it's, I don't think it's for everyone. It just depends on
1: like how organized you are. Because obviously like the military is quite good at setting you up for being adaptable um, and getting used to change. And I think yeah. that happens all the time in um, project management. Um, especially in the REMI. we do a lot of like risking like the workshop and that kind of stuff like So when it comes to risking a project, you've already got that mindset. So it's an easier one to fall into. Um, but I feel like it doesn't have to be project manager in, in like a lot of companies. So for example, um my company, Engage, um they go onto defense projects, but they don't always put you in as a project manager if you don't want to. So you can a lot of companies are quite flexible like that where you can um you can go in and say, I want to be a project manager, but you can be on a project and go. Mm, I'm actually quite like the operations manager role, or yeah. like the technical philosopher support engineer role kind of thing, or supply chain manager's role. And then you can move about within it. So it, it definitely for my company, you can do that, where you can try yeah. different roles within. So I've tried different roles within projects, um, as well as being a project manager, to see if I'd if, if project management's really for me. And I'm, I'm grateful that my company does that, because obviously a lot of companies don't do that. You go in. So I thought when you get out, you, you know, you go straight to a job and that's your role yeah. and that's stuck. That. That's it. But like with technical consultancy, it's quite good where like you can try different roles if you want to and see if project management is really for you. Is it or, or do you prefer to be an operations manager? Or so at the moment I'm, I'm like um a risk manager on a particular project I'm on. Um it's that's a project manager, but it's for risk. Um and I've found that quite interesting, even though most people hate risk. I I've, I find it quite yeah. easy to be fair, but like it's quite interesting. So, like, it's quite good to try different things if you can within your different roles, see if you really like that. Because, yeah. like I said, it is flavor of the month when it comes to project manager. A lot of people just push down that way because they go, "You can get money out; it's good money." Yeah. Um, and and it's quite easy to get into if you're organised, but it's not really for everyone, and that's when they they falter and again they get back in the army because they think oh I can't do that, um, I've not like this job, but I'll get back in I know what I want to do next kind of thing. So I, I definitely would say try different roles if you can um, within a company or don't go automatically towards project management and look what you actually are interested in. So a lot of people go completely the other side of what they are. So some people come out and then go like into finance or something like that, mm-hmm. something that's never considered. So I think it's, definitely worth going to like um now that it's back open to the um career fairs and talking to different companies there might be a company you never even thought of applying for before you you'd have gone down a route that everyone's pushing you down and then realize that um it's not what you want to do at all yeah um I find as well when you're doing resettlement a lot of um companies will like hold out like great deals for like to become a project manager (laughs) um I say that with inverted commas because a lot of them (laughs) Feel like sometimes, sorry bad say, but like a, a bit of a pyramid scheme sometimes. Yeah. A lot of them, like you get out, and it looks like a great deal, yeah. but sometimes if something looks like a great deal, there's obviously they're getting something from it. Um, and you yeah. need to, you need to look to see if it's definitely something that's good for you and not just benefiting that company. And I think that's another thing that people need to understand when they're getting out and getting into a job. It looks like a good deal, it looks like an easy option in, but is the easy option always the best option? And that's again with any role that you do. The easy option is not always the best option for you in the end, Um, and it may stall you in your new career if if you're not careful.
0: Yeah, so definitely do your research, understand what's out. I mean, you just mentioned a bunch of roles that probably we don't even hear that often mentioned, you know, here and there. So it's definitely worth not just jumping into the old project manager thing, but actually... actually look at your skills as well because right i mean you were saying it some some of these roles such as the operation manager that comes with a different skill set i guess than the project manager right i mean it's it's slightly different i feel like with like,
1: operations managers for that like say if you was getting out and you was like a start major even if it was like, a couple kind of thing like you're in charge of a group of men that, yeah. that's the operations manager that yeah. already so you've already got that skill set so if you want to go and get something that you're already comfortable with you could go out, get out and go in as an operations manager. And then you could then learn the project life cycle because you're doing that within as an operations manager and then come across and become a project manager. You don't always have to go straight in as a project manager. You can try yeah. other roles um, and then see if that's project management. Right for you. Project management can be quite stressful, the, the bigger the project kind of thing. So It depends on if you want to try different roles within a project first, is a lot better option um, to go down than straight into project management sometimes. It's yeah. not, because it can be quite stressful because you're trying to obviously deal with all the t- different sides of the projects, you're dealing with a lot of people and a different lot of working mm-hmm. parts, so it depends on how organized you are and if you're not very good at organizing or planning like I wouldn't
0: don't do it. Don't do it don't, yeah. do it. don't do it. don't do it. Just don't do it. And who knows, maybe we are giving a new flavor of the month now with the All Operations Manager. <laughs> so... You just sold it to everyone, everyone, now the Operations Manager. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we started it here, though. That's the most important thing. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are uh, pretty much at the end of this episode, Carrie. So thank you so much for being with us. One thing that I always ask to all of my guests is, okay, if you were to just give to everybody one takeaway or one main message that you want to leave them with what would that be
1: do your research when it comes to resettlement um don't just settle for the first job you're looking at and really talk to people within that community of the job you're, you're looking to get into to find out this what's best for you and don't give up at the first hurdle it's it's not it's not always going to be the easiest route it's not always going to be like the, the easiest time getting out it's confusing but just have that goal in mind and know that you will get to something in the end you will get a job you just need to have faith I think that's what people falter at sometimes they think it's it's going to be plain saying I'm going to get out I'm going to straight, walk straight into a 60k yeah. a year job and it's not always it's not always the case sometimes you might take a pay drop sometimes you pick a pay rise don't everyone's journey is different just have faith in yourself and your transferable abilities
0: that's great thank you so much for sharing that and again thank you for uh being with me today i really appreciate our chat and as always that's the end of the episode don't forget to follow us and to connect with carrie at the links in the footnotes of the show and that's it i'll see you next time thank you so much carrie thank you bye bye Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And hey, remember to subscribe to our podcast to never miss any new releases and to share it with other veterans within your community. If you want to connect with the XMIL team, please visit our website wwwex or you can just connect with us on our LinkedIn page. Thank you so much and see you next time!